for those of you who are on Twitch watching us, which I think there's only one or two right now, welcome. And if you're watching this on YouTube, welcome to our first ever Power Hour. Uh, if you follow Jim and I, you know we do a lot of random podcasts. And instead of doing little sections, we kind of just wanted to do a solid hour podcast. And if you're on Twitch, you can ask us questions and get our feedback kind of instantaneously. So like a legit podcast, actually. Yes. And for those of you who don't know, uh, I figure we never actually did this before, but I'm Brian and the other one is Jim. (laughs) Yeah, guys. So, uh, yeah, the purpose of this video, obviously, is not to look, really pay so much attention to whatever gameplay footage we happen to be doing. It's more or less just we have a bunch of topics we're going to talk about. Um, how I think we're probably going to try and start each one is just go over what we're drinking right now. So, Jim, I'll let you start. All right. Tonight, I am drinking the Heavy Seas Crossbones. It is... Uh, session IPA. Let's see here. Full on hop aroma, surprisingly rich mouthfeel. This session IPA delivers a broadside of flavor without getting your uh, broadside. I wet. get it. I get it. Four point five percent alcohol by volume, and it's based out of Baltimore, Maryland. So relatively close to us. You are now in yeah. Uh, so I am actually Welcome going with the, the Bee Nectar Center. Brewings. Black Fang Mead, and it is a 6% uh, with a whole shit ton of flavors, and I can't believe I actually tried to start playing as I was talking. Um, It's made with blackberry, cloves, and orange zest. Of course, as all of you know, the thing that attracted me to this bottle is the Nosferatu on the front, but I've had this mead before, and it's fucking delicious. Uh, God damn it. And let's not... Ah, my beer's spilling everywhere. Fuck. Okay, so Jim is already needing a bib. (laughs) I'm messy. Um, But no, so one of the interesting things, if you are from PA, you weren't able to get this mead up until very recently, and only a few bottle shops around me actually started um, releasing this. So I was excited as balls to actually get a hold of this. And I'm sorry for those of you who are once again trying to watch for my gameplay, because I don't think I've looked at my screen once and I've already died three times. But anyway, uh, some Call of Duty. Um, For those of you who are watching, like I said, I'm not a good Call of Duty player. I'm not doing this for Call of Duty. Jim is currently playing Rocket League because I needed him to play a game where he wasn't going to yell too much. So we'll see how that works out. I am also not playing my game optimally right now because I'm clearing up the pills. Fear spell just happened. So lucky me. Yeah. So... Um, how we're going to do this is we're going to have a list of topics every week and we're just going to go through them. But once again, if you are watching us on Twitch live or if you're tweeting with Jim, whatever you're doing, just ask questions and we'll answer them as quickly as possible. So on Twitter, that is at a beer and a game. If you do not follow us currently. Nice. So the first topic I had, uh, I'm going to stick with PA Beer News right now because something very big just happened. We are finally getting to the age, or I should say our distributors are catching up to the rest of the country, and we can now purchase six-packs from them. Now, for most of you... goddamn time. Yeah. For most of you, it might not be that big of a deal because, you know, who the fuck can't do that? Um, Well, we couldn't for the longest time, and it made beer buying balls expensive and... 
potentially made you buy a whole case of beers that you might not end up liking. So, obviously, or I'm happy. you'd wind up going to specially designated six-pack stores, or you would go to a bar and pay, like, 20 bucks for a 12-pack of, like, Merle Light or some shit like that. Yeah, it, it was... It was a goddamn ridiculous... I don't... I mean, I guess scam is... Wow, I'm doing terrible. Scam isn't exactly <laughs> the right word, but, um... It, it just really sucked for us. Now, the next step for PA to be fully mature is, you know, have any random grocery store or gas station selling six-packs. And we may get there, but obviously I think it's going to take a little bit of time if we're just now getting six-packs from distributors. We thought it was a big deal being able to get half a case from distributors, which would that happen about a year ago? Yeah, about that. Yeah, so for and actually for those who don't know in Pennsylvania, um, you well for the longest time you couldn't sell alcohol in a store that wasn't specifically made for selling beer or liquor, and you still can't sell both in the same store except for like minor what do you call it? Ooh. Minor exemptions. I just had a gym so score. So weird. What's up? I just had a gym score in Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, don't you dare. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, and the but other... Yeah, so, yeah, this is actually big news for drunks like us. Oh, yeah. And, and the other thing that's interesting is a lot of stores currently, or, like, grocery stores, I should say, the only way they get around the whole selling beer or anything is if they have, like, a food court, like, you know, Wegmans or Weiss. Uh, they can get away with that shit. But, um, yeah, like I said, it's, it's big news for us. Because it's just going to allow us to drink and try more beers than we would have before. Hell yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's uh, big news. I, if, by any random chance, uh, an actual brewer is listening, we'd always love to hear your thoughts on that. I would say uh, it's about goddamn time now. Oh, yeah. And... Maybe one day we'll get to the point where we can have beer be sold in a gas station, which seems highly irresponsible, but apparently they do it in Atlanta. What's, what's irresponsible about that, Jim? Um, nothing, as long as you're, like, you know, in control of yourself. Okay, as long as you're not me. Is that what you want me to say? Is yep. that what you goddamn want? All right, fine. Jim, everyone knows you focus As long as you're not Jim in his early 20s, then you should be responsible enough for that. Like you don't do certain activities anymore, Jim? I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. All right, Han. So before anything else you want to say on that, Jim? Because I'm going to look up. Nah, I say I think we basically covered everything we can talk about with that. It's a good thing. And I can't wait to not pay out the ass for six packs anymore. <laughs> but Jim, are you only going to get shitty Keystone? <laughs> No, 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 no. I still buy that by the case because I'm a man of exquisite taste. Shit. You're something, all right. Oh, come on. Let's all just right. say I'm not a typical beer snob, right? Let's put it that way. Jim, I, I don't think either of us are. I just think, though, the fact that me and you have probably tried, what, a couple hundred different types of beer at this point? The fact that oh that's, what, that's still your go-to is disturbing. Especially when, hey, when have, I'm on vacation. Especially when you have delicious, nope. cool lion's head. That's like still just as cheap. Debatable. Sometimes lion's head can still be a little more expensive. Yeah, what? One dollar for the case? Look, those dollars matter, Brad. 
Yes. Add up. God damn it, Jim. Alright, so I'm trying my best right now not to get fucking marked while I look at my thing and I got killed. So it doesn't matter. Alright. So the next topic. Um, actually, you know, we'll stick with the beer for right now because it's something me and you never talked about, but we acknowledge. Um, Go on. Those of you who have tried holiday beers, that you've most likely tried Mad Elf at one point or another. Um, my question is, uh, I'm sorry, I was focusing on the game for a second. So, for those of you who don't know, let me give you some background. Mad Elf is a beer by a company called Trogues from PA, and it is a 11% dark Belgium beer that's brewed with honey and cherries. It's, it used to be very, very tough to get, um, and then some people love the beer so much, they actually would age the shit. So, we've done an interesting little beer versus beer video about it. We've done a lot of things. It's a very popular beer, and it is delicious. However, now that it's become much, much more mainstream, uh, the question I had, Jim, I wanted to see what you thought is, do you think the quality's gone down now that it's more mass-produced? I mean, sometimes we talk about this beer, and it's like, oh, I remember when it had more of a honey flavor, more of a cherry. Um, it seems like some people really think that formulas change significantly. Uh, I just wanted to see what you think, because I'm not sure when you actually first tried that beer. Oh, God, when did I first try it? I'd probably say three, four years ago, something like that. Um, and I guess if I had to say if I've noticed anything different, I don't know, it almost seems like year to year it almost had a different uh, composition to it, little changes here and there. Maybe that's, again, with how popular it got or just, you know, random buddies aging bottles and shit like that, but... I don't know, nothing I've been able to tell too much. Maybe it's a little more cherry-flavored than, say, like honey, as you were saying before. Yeah. I know it's um, a lot more cherry and a lot more, what do you call it, not earthy tones, but a little no, more sweet. It's very it's very sweet. It's very malty regardless. Um, the cherry definitely, for the people that decided to start aging it, it's actually something that Trogue said flat out, like, it's not a beer. It's meant to be aged. If you want to, sure, but it's not. It's not crafted the way it should be in order to be aged. Like some beers are very specifically designed so that they will get better with age. So really, when people do age it, it actually takes away from the <laughs> so cherry it's just a flavor. Bunch of oh yeah, um, but some people swear by it because it does make it less cherry flavored, and maybe that's what they're trying to get rid of to increase. It definitely makes it a little more astringent. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those things, It's I guess it's like anything in, in the world. Like, if it gets too popular and starts getting mass-produced, are you losing the quality? Or are people now all of a sudden, like, tired of seeing it everywhere? And all of a sudden, you're, you know, did they sell out as so many things in this world get popular and people have that opinion? Um, I personally, I still think it's pretty much just as damn good. But I think what's really changed more than anything is that we've tried so many other beers now that it just has so much more competition that you're like, ah, is it really as great as it first was when we first tried it? I definitely lost a bit of the mystique it had when it first came out. And plus, I mean, I, I would say that's early, one of the earlier beers of the craft beer boom, I guess I'd say. So, or at least the ones that got really popular. When did it get popular? Around the same time Dogfish Head really took off, wasn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, dog, Dogfish definitely had, uh, I think, a little bit bigger in the craft beer, but Trogues, like, was basically put on the map because of Mad Elf. And, oh, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, us being from PA, you know, I'm sure if people are watching us right now from California are probably like, the fuck are you guys talking about? Like, what is Trogues? Um, so, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think... But yeah, else. I mean, but just to get back on the subject, I mean, if, uh, if something got popular and they made the ingredients cheaper to make more money, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely, it's like, how do you avoid that, though? Would, would it be smarter for them to just say, fuck it, we're going to keep it small batch and keep the price up now, or just say, nah, we'll do what we can and try and mass produce it? Nah, I'd still say, probably from a business standpoint, it's better to produce it as much as they can. Yeah. I mean, I'm no economist here, but I'm just saying. You make more stuff, you make more money. Man. Damn it, Jim. God damn it. All right. So, anything else on that topic? Before we move on to other topics, Jim, do you have any random beer things? You Whoa, shit. Ooh, just killed All right, what happened? With my, I'm just murking dudes with my M1. But I'm still not Solid. doing too hot. I'm playing like Jim right uh, now. God. But yeah, uh, random beer time. I'm, I'm actually out right now. Is full disclosure, we kind of did this on a whim, so I did not prepare. Yeah, yeah. Mm. For those of you watching, and now here's the deal: I will put the full unedited version on YouTube. Um, there will be edits in the sense of like I will cut out. There's full moments of full us not talking about anything, but um, this will also be cut into smaller segments. But this really came about just today. I texted Jim, said, hey, uh, we do all these podcasts. Wouldn't it be an interesting idea if we just talk for an hour and, you know, dick around? Um, he agreed, and it was very, very last minute. So. Yeah, you had me a dick around, Bri. That's all I need to hear. Yep. So, all right. Let me just try and get this kill, and then I can look up my next topic. <clears throat> Okay, so I uh, wanted to kind of start talking about are there any upcoming games that you're really excited about? And one game that I know we are both kind of excited about uh, is Resident Evil 7. So oh, I, yeah. I obviously played the demo, and once again, sorry for that shit-tastic uh, audio quality. Um, but On I our wanted... YouTube page, you should go check it out. Shameless plug. Yep, but Jim, I wanted to see uh, what you think from seeing that footage. Are you happy? It's definitely yeah, going uh, towards a more horror. Well, it's, it's going to what PT was trying to be until, you know, Konami was Konami. But, um, yeah, no, I like the way it's, it was looking. And I don't have a PS4, so I haven't been able to play it myself. But, yeah, I definitely want to give it a go whenever it finally comes out. Okay. And whenever I get a PS4 Pro. Because I'll probably just go straight to that since I don't have the normal. Yeah. No, it's, I may, that's a, I may that's have to sacrifice idea. getting that Wii U for a bit, Bri. Uh, that's okay. I don't, I don't think you need to waste your time on the Wii U. I, I know you're heartbroken. I know you're really looking forward to me getting it. Um, Han, before I say my piece, uh, Snark has. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for joining us. Uh, obviously, uh, yeah, this man. is this is a little bit of a different way we're handling it. Jim and I are both talking right now. It's Really, this is not meant to be anything other than a way for us to talk to the fans and just bullshit around for an hour while we drink and play games. Yeah, so, yeah. Any, 
So anyway, uh, I think the biggest thing... It's weird for me to say. I definitely enjoyed the demo, and I love the fact that Resident Evil is now like going back to the horror that they were so known for. Although, oddly enough, um, after I played so much of Outlast, and I played a lot of recent horror games that revolved around hiding and not having combat, I I liked it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they're kind of, like, just tagged. Now, I can't tell if in the future, in the actual game, if they're going to allow for any type of combat. But one of the things you did enjoy from Resident Evil was fighting back with these evil things. Not that you were overpowerful until you got to Resident Evil 4. But you could do something. So, we'll see what the final product... Holy shit, there were six of them. Um, <laughs> sorry about that, guys. But no, I mean... Uh, the graphics obviously look amazing. The scene, the the sound was awesome, and the concept seemed really creepy. I I just always acting was pretty good too. Oh yeah, yeah, everything about it. Um, and it's they're definitely clearly not going with anything, from what I could tell, zombie related. It seemed much more like a hillbilly family, and maybe like a ghost girl or something. So. It's like I, I almost the house of evil stuff going on. It could be Resident Evil because you're a resident. Oh, yes, it, it's like more like the sweet home that it was inspired by. Um, I say the other thing I would say that's interesting is I feel like that's like the best video game adaptation of the American horror series that I've seen. And for those of you who watch American horror, you probably know what I mean. I don't. Yeah, of course you don't. You watch cooking shows. Hey, man's got to watch Chopped. All right. God damn it, Jim! You watch you watch cooking shows and you don't cook. Hey, I can. Yeah, I don't. No, care. yeah. So, um, I'm just really excited for just something new, uh, as far in the horror genre. Um. So, yeah, that's kind of the biggest game I'm most excited for, and Snarkast. Uh, PS4 Pro, don't do it yet. Too many issues with it. Oh, I am sure that there will be a lot of bugs, but if I know Jim, his cheap ass is going to wait till it's even the PS4 Pro is cheap. That's goddamn right. <laughs> so anyway, I'm sure there'll be enough uh, updates and hardware fixes by the time I get to it. Yeah. Now wait, is Let's the just Pro say the I won't one? Four hundred on it. It's the Pro, the one that is VR capable, like ready. They're both VR ready, but the uh, Pro just kind of does it a little better. Okay. Because the you... the rumor at first was that the uh, normal PS4 would like run VR like shit, but apparently that wasn't that big of a deal. Gotcha. Now is uh, do you think you're actually gonna buy the VR for it? God no, I have no <laughs> interest. No interest as of yet. Um, no interest until let's 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 try and give it a year, a year and a half, and see if it's still around. So are let's you more are you more concerned of the price or like of its effectiveness? Um, I mean, no, the games I've seen so far, some of them actually look pretty cool, but I just don't know if it's actually going to be around in a year, much like Motion Control or fucking any of the other gimmicks, 3D TV. Wait, Jim, you don't use your like PlayStation Eye? You mean the thing I literally just got? Yep. No, I haven't, haven't dicked around with it yet. I'm going to save that for a video for us, Bryce, so you can enjoy it, too. Oh, boy. We can play uh, sorcery. 
I don't even know what that is. It's got magic. Like magic gathering? I wish. Um, yeah, no, Snarkast just made a good point. He said he'll be getting a 4K TV first and then a Scorpio for a pro. I mean, I think going with Xbox products first are, is usually a safer bet. Um, but yeah, no, the best point is probably getting the whole 4K TV. Because really, what's the point of getting a system that can do 4K if you can't even display it? That's true. I mean, it's not like you're gaming in 4K. It's just, you know, Netflix in 4K. But, no, nah, I see the point. Yeah. So, what other... I will also eventually get it for a 4K TV in time. Okay. Maybe by the time, like, 6K comes out. Okay, so for those of you who are actually watching me on Twitch, obviously that was Ew. a much better game. All right. So, Jim, what other games are you... What, what's tickling your balls getting ready for it to come out? Uh, for shit that's ready to come out. I don't even know. I have a bunch of stuff that's already out or that just came out that I want to play. Like, I definitely want to get Titanfall. Definitely want to eventually get around to that. Um, Battlefield, I'm not a big Battlefield player, so can't really comment too much on that. And oh, maybe the new Pokemons. God damn it, Jim. I haven't played a new Pokemon in a long time. Jim, you gave up on Pokemon Go immediately. It was too much walking. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It was not too much walking. I just my my house is in a dead zone, so there is nothing around me. So would and you say the walking was you. too far for you? No, I walked. I walked and I walked, and there is nothing around me. Yeah, I mean, a man can only have so many pidgeys. I mean, obviously, me and you are going to get Titanfall eventually. Battlefield, I played the shit out of the beta, and I played other Battlefields. I know what to expect from that. I'm not willing to pay 50 or 60 bucks. Uh, Snarcast just mentioned don't play Dishonored 2. Uh, I'll <laughs> yeah, wait until that is dirt cheap because I... He was having yeah. some issues with that the other night, too. Yeah. Um, so that is a game I'll wait. Uh, one of the announcements for a game, so I don't even know how friggin' far out it is, but Red Dead 2 is going to be coming oh. out. Oh. Um, yeah, you know, I, I never played the first one. Yeah, uh, it kind of blends in with my next topic, but of all the GTA-style games, it was probably one of my favorite uh, now I don't probably hate on the GTA series quite as much as Jim, but I don't hate on it. I just get bored with the games. That's yeah, but the only one that really got bored was really four. That one really bored the shit out of me. The other ones I could go back and play and play, and I admittedly still haven't gotten five because those goddamn games hold their value like friggin' gold, and they're still fifty, sixty bucks somehow. Um, what I found one at Goodwill for pretty cheap. GTA 5 or 3? Uh, looking, looking, I, looking, looking. No, GTA 5 for the 360. Oh, so who the so fuck like wants the first to play on 360? It. So it's the first one. All right, take a video. But no, so that I'll just kind of lead us into the next topic, which is our overrated, underrated series. Uh, the GTA series itself. Um... Obviously, if somebody out there doesn't know, GTA means Grand Theft Auto. It's been around forever, and I thought it started off. No, Jim. No, That's we are a, a we are a mature channel, Jim. 
<laughs> Since fucking when? <laughs> Since you stopped you touching yourself. That what do you think I'm doing? That's why we're not streaming me. <laughs> not streaming me either. This is our voices, Jim. Nobody wants oh, to see yeah. you. Um, <laughs> so, GTA, I'll, I'll start just by saying, when I played the first two games and they were at top-down view, even then, I loved that open field, kind of like, do whatever you want. And even back then, like, the game clearly was more about, like, just doing whatever you want versus doing the actual game. GTA 3 came out and, uh, you know, love it or hate it, it definitely changed some shit. And it was... Oh, a, it was a game changer, that's what goddamn sure. It was crazy. Then, of course, Vice City came out, takes, taking off, basically being Scarface in a video game, mixed in with additional humor from the other GTA game. And you had a pretty goddamn solid game. Probably one of the best games on the PS2, maybe. Maybe that's too bold of a statement. Um, but then came GTA 4, and it was a hell of a lot bigger. It was supposed to be you could do so much more, and Jim and I both kind of felt it just got boring after a while. I don't know what it was. Maybe we grew up. But there were so many darts to be played. Maybe we grew up. Maybe this or that. Oh, shit. Actually, I'm sorry. I completely forgot. Uh, the one after Vice City. What the hell? Los San, uh, San Andreas? San Andreas, yeah. Which, that, that was that was another one for me. By the time I played that, I was like, wow, there's, like, way too much. Like, why am I working out my dude? Why is he eating burgers and getting fat? Like, stupid shit like that. Uh, it was an interesting gaming experiment. But then 4, like I said, kind of put a sour taste of the series in my mouth. And 5, I just haven't played yet, but it looks pretty awesome. I'll say, from my personal opinion, I don't think the series is overrated um and i i fully understand if somebody thought it was but for me the fact that you do have a game that you could just go in there and fuck around all you want or they do have pretty solid story t um stories in each game it's just kind of do what you want and a game that gives you that much freedom like can it ever really be overrated um in my opinion, at least that series is not, because they still deliver pretty consistently a solid package. So, yeah, I'm going to go with not overrated. Or, un uh, I, hmm, shit, do I want to call it? <laughs> You're going to say, you can't really say underrated, though. Um, well, I could, what, no, but what I could say is that I think some people, like, start to hate on it, and it's a little more undeserved. So, I mean, I guess underrated might not be the right verbiage, but opposite of overrated in this situation, if that makes sense. So, Jim, uh, your opinion? And stop burping on the goddamn mic. <laughs> that is that is going to be a goddamn ball tap. And that's two be, geek girl events. Thing. Hey, thanks for joining us. Um, oh, hey, Bethany. I'm, I'm sorry you just had to join to hear Jim fucking burp. Look, they're going to hear it eventually, Brian. Might as well let him in slowly. Ugh. Let him in easy before it gets to be even worse. Jim, I could have made a very... Never mind. Go ahead. Damn it. All I'm right. not even going to uh, say... GTA. While they're not my favorite games in the world, I got to say they're probably just right in the amount of acclaim they get. Like, I mean, I've played... I love the original one, and I really played the shit out of 3 and Vice City. The problem for me is I actually get motion sick from them, so that doesn't help. 
What do you mean you get motion sick? Huh? How the hell do you get motion sick? I don't know. At least with the old ones, they kind of had the blurrier graphics at certain parts, or when it went to nighttime, and it just fucking tore my stomach apart. What a bitch. Arkham Masala made me motion sick too, but I still played the shit out of that. But nah, I mean, the games, I kind of struggle to like play through the entire story, because after a while I'm just like, alright, I'm done, but nah, there's a shitload of content, there's a shitload of secrets. The game, the core gameplay is great, and if you're your kind of game, you can keep playing it. I have no problem with the series outside of I get bored with it, but I think it gets the perfect amount of praise. Okay, so you're not saying you're kind of like me, except being a little, little more in the middle. No, I would never say that it's overrated. Like the games are too good overall to be called that. Well, I mean, four might be a little overrated because how goddamn boring it is, but. Nah, the whole series on a whole, I mean, come on, man, it's, it's quality. It's rock Now, I mean, the fact, yeah, I, I don't, and quite honestly, even though there's like a, a gazillion YouTube channels dedicated to just fucking around on GTA, like, I have to admit, as compared to like Call of Duty channels or first-person shooter channels, I can still get some entertainment out of the goofy shit you can do in those games. So, like, the longevity of those games alone is part of the reason why I said it's definitely not overrated. And potentially underrated only because of how well it holds its value as a video game. But that's just me. Yeah, I guess I can see that. Yeah. Hey, uh, by the way, Snarkast, thank you for hosting us, I guess, on your channel. Appreciate ah, that. Thanks, bud. Um, so, yeah, I mean... That was a little less controversial. It seems like everyone always agrees with me when we do these overrated, underrated. Yeah, what the... F God, I, more people hate the N64 than I freaking thought. Holy shit. Uh, it's not a matter of hating. It's just that, that that system is way too overhyped. And the quicker you, you realize that, the better. No, I will not. There's Jim, nothing to realize. Just like I found it hilarious that one of the statements you made is like, oh, I don't really hate this, the controllers quite as much as everyone else. Like a day later, I found all these articles about like the worst controllers in history. And like that was like the second from worst on the list. Oh, they're all butthurt babies. The worst was actually, I think, the, the uh, Sega Master System. Um, Yeah, that's kind of a mushy D-pad, mushy buttons, but... No, people saying the N64 is the worst. Shut up. It's not worse than the, what do you call it, the 5200. It's not worse than the Intellivision or the ColecoVision controllers. See, I don't think they even really considered those. I, I think they only considered ones with actual D-pads and buttons. Those at least at least that's the way I... Nah, I mean, if... If you look, if you saw the list, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and try and quote a list. I don't Bro, know, you know I don't goddamn read. Jim, let's just face facts. That controller's terrible. And just because you like Incorrect. using the C buttons, you were that weird kid who's like, I like the C buttons. Don't, don't <laughs> make a case for me. The other day. <laughs> You're like, I don't I mind the C buttons. C buttons. I didn't say anything about the C buttons. I said I don't mind the, what do you call it, the size of the controller. This is I grew up with cheap-ass third-party Genesis controllers that's, that were the size of a Jim. Bible. What? You can just admit you're wrong or accept that you don't I will admit nothing. <laughs> what? <laughs> so wh which is it? Are you wrong or do you love ISIS? You know, and I don't think I like this argument where it's heading. I mean, it sounds I think like you're avoiding going on, Bri. It, it sounds like you're avoiding the uh, the inevitable, Jim. Uh, <laughs> 
one of these days, me and my brothers will come, and then you won't see it coming. And everyone will love the N64 controller like they should. Yeah, oh, last kill with the sniper rifle. Um, yeah, Snarcast, I think a lot of people agree with you about, you know, really, the at the end of the day, the opinion of the N64 is people can take it or leave it. Uh, oh, yeah, I, that seems to be I the will, most prevailing thing. I will absolutely never take away from the fact that if you want a local multiplayer system that people still play to this day, you're really not going to argue that any system is better than the N64. Like I said in, my, in that video, my biggest argument was just that I will never play a single-player game. Like, I, I never get a hankering for a single-player game on that system nowadays. But that's just me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't have any RPGs, and it doesn't have any fighting games. We've been through this. <laughs> it has Killer Instinct it. Gold. <laughs> it does have Killer Instinct Gold, and it's got the worst version of Mortal Kombat Trilogy. All right, Jim. So now here's one. Uh, we didn't have, we, just like all these topics, we didn't have a lot of time to discuss, but we'll do a, a witch. We didn't discuss at all. <laughs> we'll do a witch is better, and I need you to know. You threw me to the if, goddamn wolves. That's what you did. I'll need to know if you actually can speak enough about these two games. But obviously, right. we're talking about which is better here. And I'm going between two soundtracks that, once again, are legendary on different systems. Completely different styles. So for anyone that's watching this on YouTube, yes, I know it's going to be hard to compare, but uh, I want to compare the Moonwalker soundtrack on the Sega Genesis <laughs> versus the Donkey Kong Country soundtrack on the Super NES. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? Really? Yep. This and is like, Jim, I'll, this is like I'll let you start. Rage all over again, you piece yep. of... No, no. I'll let you you start. only start with the goddamn wolves so you can have time to fucking think. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll go first. It's fine. Um, good, go. So when I come up, just so everyone out there knows, when I come up with these comparisons, I purposely try to make it really hard, really differing styles, because that way, if it's too close, then you could really, on a technical level, break down which you know which game has a better soundtrack. So this one, obviously, vastly different, and it might come down to taste, um, but for me. I have to go with the Donkey Kong Country soundtrack. Uh, it's absolutely no disrespect to the Moonwalker one, because it obviously, you know, I, I, my memory's a little blurry, but other than actually just recreating some of Michael Jackson's songs, does it have a lot of original songs created for that game? No, they're all... They're all, they're all recreated. Okay, songs. that's what I thought. So, you know, full disclosure, you, know, you can say what you want about Michael Jackson, but... He was the friggin' man. Jim and I are, are huge fans, and you can't take away from his music no matter what bullshit personal shit he went through. Um, allegedly. Nah, it's pretty... Uh, I, I don't allegedly. do allegedly. I, I don't do allegedly. that. I don't, I don't live in that world. He did it. <laughs> I he, live in a world. <laughs> something um, has to be pure. But Donkey Kong Country... Me and Jim were trying to find a game to stack this up against, and honestly, the fact that we already used Mario and other games, it's like, this is another iconic comparison, but Donkey Kong Country, there are so many levels in that game that you could literally download the music or, you know, get it somehow and just listen to it, and it's like high-quality shit. The water level, the um, even the opening level is just 
they're so unique. They're all different enough from each other. But my absolute favorite is definitely the last boss fight. How it builds and builds and builds. And it just crescendos into like an awesome... It's just... Uh, ep epic would be the best word I would use for that soundtrack. So, for me, I have to go with DK Country. But, you know, no disrespect to Moonwalker. Jim, now let's hear you mumble your way through your answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, crescendo, good word. Surprising. Thank you. And <laughs> you know what? This kind of pains me because actually I have Moonwalker sitting in front of me in my Genesis right now. I'm not going to lie. Part of what made me be able to choose this was the fact that you just said you were playing that the other day. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a really good soundtrack. Well, fuck yeah, it is. But, oh, God, God damn you. Oh, yes, I also have to go with Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> and, I mean, I guess unless you're a hardcore, like, Michael Jackson fan, like, it's Michael Jackson or Bust, I don't think too many people would probably say different. And don't get me wrong, like, the arranged versions of the Michael Jackson songs are fucking phenomenal, especially for how early in the Sega lifespan it was. Like, what they did was actually pretty crazy. But, oh, God, Donkey Kong Country is just so good musically. It is. I mean... It's all the different styles. I mean, the goddamn Warder Level 1 awards, I forget which one, but it was, like, award-winning. It's one of those, like, all-time or all-timers in it. It holds up. It still... It sounds way more technically impressive than the generation it came out in. I mean, it's... Mm -hmm. You can go on and on about the soundtrack there. Yeah, and I knew choosing, honestly, I knew choosing Donkey Kong Country would be, like, pretty much anything it goes against is probably going to win. Um, but I figured, like, if anything could come close to taking it down, it might be Moonwalker. And, and that we you know, mentioned already. Yes. Um, you know, in the comments below, obviously, we would love to hear if you, if you do prefer Moonwalker, why... But, um, you know, we are aware how different the styles are. And in our eyes, really, you can technically compare any two game styles, even no matter how drastically different we are. Um, one thing I actually want to throw out to people watching and Jim, Hi. my big, uh, the big, I, get, I don't, it can't even call it a soundtrack, but song I want to do this with is Tetris. And I don't know what the hell I can compare that to, because to me, that is one of... I, that might even be the most iconic game music ever. But uh, that that's like one I... We already used Super Mario Brothers against Legend of Zelda. I mean, we could reuse yeah. it. Um, but yeah. It's a shame the chip tune to Pac-Man isn't longer than like three seconds. That would have been a good comparison. Yeah, and even that though, like I think with the chiptune Pac-Man, I think it's iconic. But I legitimately think that Tetris song is just good. Oh yeah, if, if that makes any sense. That's an ball tap. God damn it! But now you know what? All right, here, let's go back to Moonwalker for a second. And here's one we can recycle two of them. Moonwalker, better arranged like of actual songs. Moonwalker or Doom? What do you go with? <sighs> All right. Well, just for purposes of a YouTube video, uh, this will be a, a yet another which is better. And now we're thinking Moonwalker or Doom. 
for me, oh, by the way, two Geek Girl events, thank you for checking us out. Uh, have a good night. Um, damn, Doom. Moonwalker or Doom? Hmm. The only... Okay, I'll go with Doom for one reason. The fact that even though Doom was, I mean, we've talked about it, it was like, eh, to a degree, copied certain metal songs. Um, it, they <laughs> felt they they felt original enough to me. Whereas, if I'm listening to the Moonwalker soundtrack, I feel like I could just yeah put on Michael Jackson and hear the actual song. Doesn't take away from how awesomely composed it is. Excuse me, especially on the Sega Genesis. Oh, uh, look who's burping into the mic now. Yeah, but look who says excuse me because I'm a goddamn gentleman. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um. But yeah, I, I'd probably have to choose Doom this time. Um, it sucks that I have to choose two games over Michael Jackson, but I'm gonna fucking do it. Right, stop Jim. hating on the alleged child molestation. Jim, who are, who are you going with? Um, I actually this time will probably go with. Ooh, god damn it. <laughs> Because I really, you, I really, I really do want to go with Michael Jackson, but fuck, Doom's one of my favorite soundtracks ever. And then if I, and then the bitch of it is, if I go with Moonwalker, then I'm basically saying I like Moonwalker soundtrack better than Streets of Rage 2's because of our old podcast. God, yep. piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, we know you're not a big fan of uh, Streets of Rage too. Oh, yeah, I yeah, mean, not at all. I mean, I, I already I proved I'm better at the game than you. I already proved <laughs> that I like the soundtrack better than Doom than you. <laughs> you took Max. <laughs> you took Max and you fucked me. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, it matters. So, yeah. Look, bro, I you mean, don't take away Nolan Ryan's fastball, all right? And tell him to pitch a good game. But Jim, that, that's an irrelevant that, that was a sports argument. reference, bro. I don't know you to go. No, no, no. I Oh, no, I get it. Just that's completely irrelevant to the point. Velvet the Jack shit. I mean, maybe right, if fine. you just Back got good. I'll, I'll take. I'll take. I'll go with Doom. God damn it! Just because I guess it's a little more variety, and there are some original tunes in the, in the soundtrack as opposed to just really good recreations. What yeah. does it pains me to say? Because god damn, it, I do love Moonwalker. Well, if we really wanted to get deep uh, and really uh, piss yeah. you off, let's get deep. We let's get crazy. We could. We could throw in. Sonic soundtrack or Moonwalker? Oh come on, that's gonna be fucking Sonic. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying, and, and it's a shame because once again, Moonwalker is definitely one of the best on the Sega Genesis. But you know, comparing it to some of the other soundtracks or songs that we've done in the past, it it just falls right below. All right, Brian, uh, Moonwalker or Motley Crue pinball? God damn it, Chip. Moonwalker one. Are you happy? We finally did it. <laughs> um, God, now I can sleep easy. Alright, so. Hold on. I'm trying to kill this noob. Um, so, as far as topics I had written down, that's it. <laughs> so now we need to come off the cuff and come up with a good topic. Uh, for those of you who, once again, uh, the goal of this is always just to do a solid hour, hence the name, the Power Hour. 
Um, so we still got roughly 15 minutes left. And there's not quite enough, unless Snarkast, unless you have a specific question you'd like to hear us bullshit about or talk about. Um, yeah, Q&A. Give us some Q&A. But otherwise, Jim, since I did all the thinking for most of this, now it's your turn to think about something you'd like to discuss or talk about, game or beer-wise. All right, well, before I get into that, I actually just opened up a different beer from before, and I am drinking the Bell's The Oracle Dippa Ale, which is a hefty 10% alcohol by volume. Way to do that with with only 15 minutes left. That's goddamn right. (laughs) Look, I wasn't trying to get too (laughs) Okay. All right, Brian, here's Uh, the topic for you. Consoles you don't have. What console among all the ones out there, retro or new, would you like to collect for if you had, say, the money or time? Uh, Collect for money or time? Um, I mean, the easy cop-out would be a Neo Geo. Right. uh, I'll try to go with something not so obvious. Um, hmm. I've always... Now, I've never played or known someone who even has had a Saturn, but it looks like they always had an interesting game library, and I know it's not huge. At least I don't think it is. So, that would always be... Yeah, I mean, you obviously have the Turbo Graphics, and that's an easy pickup, and there's not many game system. Not saying that they're cheap. Just saying that that's, that's a solid one as far as... If you want a small library and, you know, you want Yeah, I mean, up. the pure Turbo Graphics, the North American, there's only 92 games. The PC Engine in Japan had a couple hundred, though, so... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'd probably have to say Saturn, um, but that's behind the Neo Geo. Just because, like I said, there, there were a bunch of games on Saturn I did like, and I even got so desperate to play some of them that I tried some emulation tactics. Um, although I'm not Ooh. great, I'm not great at the whole creating a false CD drive on my computer and then imprinting a CD on it's it's fucking insane. But yeah, that that's my pick. Now, how about you, Jim? And don't say nothing. Don't say what? Right. Right. Uh oh, technical difficulties here. All right, until I can hear Bry again, I'm going to assume that we're still uh, streaming. So I will go with the Vetrex. Actually, uh, um, it's again. It's still the games look crisp as hell. They seem hey, fun. Sorry, it's got a goofy design. What? Uh, Hello. My mic went. Back. Yeah, no, my uh, controller went out. Uh, what system uh, did you gotcha. choose? Oh, okay. I said I would go with the Vetrex. The fuck is the Vetrex? What? You fucking noob. Call Jim, yourself a gamer. Jim. It's... I can't even wait to hear this bullshit. Let, let's hear it. Alright, the Vectrex is... It came out in, I want to say, like, 82 or something like that. And it is a vector graphics-based all-in-one system that has a screen actually built in. Doesn't oh, have so it's terrible. You can put overlays on there. Not terrible. It's fucking stupid and terrible. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, uh, so the thing that you've so, never seen or never heard of is stupid so, and is, is it, so, watch, <laughs> so, so why don't you say like an early Pong console while you're at it? 
It's way different than a Pong console. It's cartridge-based. The games actually still look really good today if you get a... Jim, like, just, a I just want you to know that if we yeah. weren't streaming, I'd use a lot of derogatory comments towards you right now. God damn it! <laughs> Fuck. Alright, well, fine. I'll be a little more basic. I would if I, I would buy the expensive pedal for my Turbo Graphics. How about that? You already have a Turbo Graphics. Yeah, I know, but I could get some of the expensive games. I could drop a grand on fucking Magical Chase. Jim, the, the whole point of this topic was systems you don't have. Right, and I went to the Like, for you, it should you poo be... poo-pooed all over it. Poo-pooed all over it. Jim, I would have expected something much better out of you. Like, I don't know. Well, something you, better. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, great, great example. Like, like the uh, ColecoVision. I don't give a shit about the ColecoVision. No, you, you care about Vetrex. <laughs> yeah, right, I do. I like the oddities. Why, why don't you just say the Virtual Boy? I would go for a Virtual Boy. It's only 30-some games for it. I'm sure you would. I'm sure. Give me a couple hundred bucks, I'll get Jack Bros. The rest of it's relatively... Actually, now the whole thing's kind of expensive these days. Nah, I'd give it a go. I remember liking it in Blockbuster for the 10 minutes I would play it at a time. Jesus Christ, Jim. I was joking. What? What? <laughs> Look, Brian, uh, I need more useless plastic in my basement, all right? I need to line my walls with just bullshit. <laughs> you need to start upping your Super Nintendo collection. That's what you need to up. A system that you missed yeah, out on as a child and is actually good, and you want to waste time on Vetrex. Hey, Vetrex is good. You've never played it. Yeah, and? You never played it and you called it shit. You never heard of it and called it shit. Jim, I would be willing to bet that Super Nintendo is better than Vetrex. Okay, no one's arguing that. So? Sounds like Daddy's right again. Alright, look, I have a few more games that I care about getting for the Super NES. I'll get them eventually. Okay. Now that's an interesting topic. I just hate your answer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I hate yours. Suck my ass. Look at me, I want Panzer Dragoon. Good for you. Jim, just don't don't be don't be jelly. Jelly, jelly of what? Everything. Um, Did we get any questions from uh, the audience? No, but Snarkass is yelling at you for a lot of things you've been saying. What? For fucking what? <laughs> for you just being you. <laughs> uh, now, I can't remember, um, since I am playing Call of Duty, did we already talk about our feelings in Call of Duty, like, since it's been out, or did we just say since the beta? Um, I don't even think we really talked about it during the beta. Okay. I mean, we did the streams, but we never posted on YouTube. Alright, so, let's, let's, uh, just throw our two cents out there, since the game's out. Um, obviously, that's what I'm playing. Full disclosure... Jim and I, we are, uh, I guess if you want to call us dedicated COD fans, for no reason more so than we do the midnight release with our buddies, and it's just like a tradition at this point. Love or hate the games, because there's plenty we don't like. Um, and I think we both agree that Advanced Warfare is probably the worst, followed by Ghost. Yep. Um, I was going to say Advanced Warfare. Yeah, so we are not defenders of COD in the sense that we're like, oh, they're all great. Or like, they're so much better than Battlefield. No, they have plenty of problems. And probably the biggest problems with Call of Duties are the players themselves. But this game, um, 
since I've definitely had a lot more time with it. I will say I went into this with the most negative intentions of thinking this game was going to be dog shit. Uh, the multiplayer kind of surprised me because they did a lot of different things with slowing it down, making the score streaks kind of not that powerful, and uh, making it a little more basic, even with all the added bullshit. The nice little added bullshit touch of throwing in COD Modern Warfare Remastered, uh, it, it was just obviously a gimmick, and it was just a little add-on. But I appreciate that. The zombies mode is actually really well done, which surprised me. Um, and the campaign, I've only played like four or five levels. And it's a Call of Duty campaign. You're not exactly going to expect, you know, top tier storytelling or campaigning. So, overall, this game ha did surprise me. It, you know, I have a better opinion of it than I thought I would. And it's, uh, yeah, it's... More of the same, but done well. Chambers? Um, yeah. Uh, let me get some complaints out of the way first. Um, and, and Jim, you have to leave out the fact that you suck. <laughs> it's a shame you can't see me right now. But <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> so, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, this is a game that is taking me longer than most Call of Duties to get to my... I'll say my normal level at. Okay. Not that I was ever a master. I'm just gonna say I'm I've, I'm having some some issues with it. Okay. But all right. At least from the gameplay standard, um, I don't like how how basically it cheaped out on the in-game, you know, challenges, uh, putting challenges, really reducing them for attachments and for launchers and for secondary guns. Uh, there's very few guns for each gun type. But with that out of the way, I'm actually having a lot more fun with it than I expected to. Even with how goddamn bad I am at it. Uh, a lot of things you could basically call basically a reskin of Black Ops 3. With like the, um, you know, the black market and all kinds of shit like that. But supply I think drops. it controls well. I like supply drops, whatever you want to call it. Whatever it's called, actually. But I like the fact that it's a little slower paced because the first Black Ops is my favorite Call of Duty, so... It harkens a little bit more back to that for me, at least as far as the speed of the game goes. Um, I'm almost 100% convinced that every copy comes with Modern Warfare on it, and it's just stuck behind a paywall that'll come out later if you don't have the Legacy Edition, because I can't see them being that, you know, producing all different kinds of discs instead of just putting one out there and doing that kind of DRM bullshit almost. Um, and Modern Warfare, I'm kind of not crazy about the remaster. Gotta be honest. Yeah, I mean... Like, we mentioned we mentioned before how the sound's dog shit. Does guns sound like crap? And it just has a weird feel to it, actually. Yeah, my biggest problem with the Modern Warfare, and that was a game that I friggin' killed and played to death. Um, the sound is a big issue for me, but other than that... They said it plays exactly the same as the beginning, and I actually did decide, let me go back and play the original feel. Um, they absolutely changed the knifing once again. They changed some of the speeds of the characters themselves, and I don't know if they made Juggernaut stronger in this game or stopping power more weak, but there, there are some mechanics issues that just really... It, it, it hurts the game, I'll say. Um, 
I really, me and, me and most of my friends actually got this game with the intention of, all right, we'll probably play Infinite Warfare for like, you know, two games and then we'll switch over, you know, the remaster. Didn't happen that way. Um, so, yeah. I'll say overall. Uh, one more thing. Frontline, the frontline game uh, mode, the best thing Call of Duty's done in ages. Yes, uh, the mode that you are actually watching me play right now, Frontline, what makes it great is the biggest problem, one of the biggest problems Jim and I have had with Call of Duty's in the past have been the bullshitty spawns, the overabundance of camping someone's spawn. This one, the spawns are fixed, and even if somebody's camping your spawn, you have that area of armor, or like you can stay protected for at least a little while. Um, it gives a little more order to the game, which... You can also see them if they're in your starting area as well. Exactly. So, yeah, that is one of the best new modes, um, aside from Sticks and Stones, and which fun. was obviously thrown out there from Black Ops. Um, Jim doesn't like that one so much because he sucks at it. <clears throat> but anyway... Oh, God, fucking... <laughs> right. Jim, I don't think you've ever no, actually won a... I like Sticks and Stones more than Gun Game, I'll say that. Well, yeah. But, I mean, you sucked it down, too. Because then I have to use shotguns and snipers. Wait, what? Nothing. <laughs> but, okay, so with all that being said, I think this will wrap up our first power hour. I think it was pretty solid. Um, you know, Jim and I, we're going to do this every Thursday at 9.30 or 9. The the time we'll, we'll nail down and get more specific. Um, but it just wants to be something that allows us to talk to you guys, to have us just have a f actual, legit, longer podcast. So once again, this will be posted completely, mostly unedited on YouTube, probably within the next day or two. And then I might pull out certain um, actual little sections that are, you know, pertain to our which is better or overrated, underrated. So we really right. appreciate you guys. <laughs> it's definitely clickbait. Let's face it. Yep. So, uh, we really appreciate you guys who did watch. And if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. And as always, guys, cheers. Yep. Right. You didn't do the catchphrase or the motto. Oh, and remember to drink your beers and play your games responsibly. That's the stuff. Have a good night, guys. Cheers, guys.